Today's daf is daf Yates. We're beginning at the bottom of Yilchesim at base. So we're really uh, right towards the end of a sugya that we left off with yesterday. We had four opinions as to a nazir that became Tomei that now is going through the purification process which involves the seven days of Tahara with Paraduma plus Taglachas plus bringing Korbanus on the eighth day. And our question is that the Pasuk tells us, and then you have to start the recount from zero, you have to start the Nazirus again. What triggers the new Nazirus? What point does, do we start saying, okay, this becomes day one of the next, the, 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 the Nazirus that he has to make up now that, that was wiped out because he was Tomei. So we had four opinions as to what that could be. We had the opinion of, uh, I think it was Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, who said that on the seventh day, on the seventh day of purification, when he goes through the purification on the seventh day, that already becomes day one of his Nazirus, even though he hasn't brought the Korbanus yet for the, for the, for the Tumah. The Korbanus of the Tumah have not yet been brought, because they only brought on eight day, day eight. But nevertheless, he starts the next Nazirus on day seven. The Chachamim Shita was is that you, or rather it was Rebbe, Rebbe's shita was that you don't, you, you, you can't start counting on day seven, but you can start counting on day eight. Once the of Korbanus has come into play, you don't have to actually even bring the Korbanus, but once there's a of Korbanus, then already you can start counting that as the first day of the zeros. Now, there is a machlokas where the Laila is mechusazman, Allah mechusazman, do we consider there a bechiyuv Korbanus at night? So that will also make a difference. <coughs> is the Lila going to be already considered day one of the Nazirus or not? That was dependent on those two sheets there. We had a third opinion that held, which was the Rabbonon, that said, no, you have to actually start bringing Korbonus. But which carbon do you have to bring to start triggering the Nazirus? Chattas. It's the Chattas. Once you bring the Chattas, remember, there's a Chattas, there's an Ola, and there is an asham. Those are three korbanas of tumah. Those are korbanas you need for tumah. So he says, if you bring your chatas, once you brought your chatas, you are already, uh, you're triggered, you start counting the new. Even if you haven't brought the asham and the ola, that's fine. And what did he base himself on? Because it's the, the Pasuk says, uh, the, 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 let me read you to you the full Pasuk, but the, the Pasuk says that... Uh, um, let me just find here. So it says, the Pazik says that he brings the Chatas and the Ola. The Kidesh means he's re sanctified the hair on his head by Yomahu on that day. Now, the word by Yomahu is extra. Because obviously, if it says that you bring the korbanos and the kiddush as rosho, that would automatically mean on the eighth day, because the korbanos, the cha, is only coming in. So, what does it say by yomahu for? It's a, it's a miyud. So, we had Rabbi Yosef Yehuda learn to tell you that actually the kiddush, the 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 the, 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 the is reset on day seven, not on day eight. By yomahu is going back on day seven. But according to the rabbanon, by yomahu is a miyud to tell me that it starts right away. As long as you've brought your chatas, but you don't have to bring your asham. The ola, for sure, you don't have to bring, because the ola, the ola is only a doron, it's only a present. It's not even part of the kapora process. That was the rabbonon. Now, and then we had the opinion of Yishmol uh, Benosh of Yochanan and Baroka. He learned that, no, 
he says that you don't trigger, you cannot trigger the new zeros until you brought your chatas and you brought your asham. I, what do you use the bayomahu for? So he says that the ola is part of the kapora process, and therefore you need the yomahu to tell me you can start triggering the new count even before you brought the carbon ola. But you need the chatas and you need the asham. So those are the four opinions that we had yesterday. The Gemara now is dealing with the Chachamim sheet, and the Gemara has a very straightforward question. According to the Chachamim, what do you need to trigger? You need to bring your chatas. Right? Once you brought the chatas, the kiddush is rosho, and you start the naziris. Even before you brought the asham. How do you know it's even before you brought the asham? Because bayomahu is a miyut. To tell me bayomahu means you can start counting right away on the eighth day. As soon as you brought the chatas, you don't have to have even brought the asham. That's what the bayomahu is coming to teach me. Ask the Gemara. If you open up, you've got your chumash, your psukim in front of you. If you read the psukim, it says like this. It says, you brought the chatas, the ola, the kiddush is rosho, and the next pasuk says, and he brings the asham. Straight reading of the pasuk. The simple reading of the pasuk tells you clearly that the kiddush is rosho, it says chatas, kiddush is rosho, and then it says the asham. So therefore, why do I need bayomahu? to tell me that the asham is not, doesn't, is not needed to trigger the next Nazirus, the simple reading of the Psukim tells me that the asham doesn't trigger, because it says chatas, the kiddush is rosh, and then it says the asham. That's the Gemara's question. That's how the, the Rishonim explain what the Gemara's question is right now. Look inside. So Gemara says, V'rabonon, according to the uh, Chachamim's Shita, let me find the place, Valley Village, okay, where's the place over here? Uh, yeah, I got the wrong place. Okay. All right. Rabbanon. My time with the Rabbanon. What's the reason for the Rabbanon? Again, the most conscious. Why do they need the Bayomahu to teach me that I'm being Mamayate, the Asham? The simple reading of Psokim tells you the Asham comes, is not necessary to the Kiddush's Rosho. Answers the Gemara, the Sanya we learned in a Braisa. The Pasuk says like this. From this Braisa, we're going to answer the question we just asked. It says, V'hizr l'ashem es yemei nizro v'hevi keves ben shnoser l'ashom. This is the Pasuk, this is the next, the next Pasuk. It says, Chatas, you bring your Chatas, your Ola, v'kiddush is rosho, v'hizr l'ashem es yemei nizro. That means you now have reinvigorated, you start your Nazirus again. And then it says, v'hevi keves ben shnoser l'ashom. Ma Talmud Lomar. What's the Torah teaching us? And the Gemara's question is, why did the Torah divide it? Why did the Torah divide the bringing of the chatas? And then uh, it talks about the Hizril Hashem. And then it only talks about the bringing of the Asham. Why did the Torah divide between the chatas and the Asham? <coughs> because we find that all other cases where you need to bring an Asham as part of a, a kapora or tahara pr- a process, the asham is essential. If you don't bring the asham, you cannot, you have not tuned off, you have not fulfilled the, the, uh, the, the, the process that is required. And therefore, yachal avzem akvo, so you might think here too by the nazir, he cannot begin his new nazirus until he actually has brought his asham. Tamad lomar vehizir vehevi. That's why it says vehizir vehevi, vehizir. The Avabishulahevi means as he makes himself into a Nazir even though he has not yet brought the carbon asham. So Avalpi Shulahevi. 
His zir, he's already considered to be a nazir. Now, this is not so simple, so let's step back for a moment. So basically, the Bryce is asking like this. The Bryce is asking why did the Torah separate the chatas before he made himself to a nazir, to the asham, after the seven nazir. He said, because if your Torah did not do that, you might have thought the same way as in all other processes involving purification and atonement that involves a carbon asham, it's essential. So you might have thought here too, he cannot make himself into the nazir start before he bring, uh, 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 until he brings the ashram. Comes to tell you that the ashram is not essential to the making himself of a nazir. Now we still have to; it still hasn't answered the question because our question is why do we need Bayomaho to be teaching us? But let's see the next piece, which this is critical. This is the way the Rosh explains it. Rabbi Baroka, he disagrees with that, right? Because Rabbi Shmuel Yochum Baroka held actually is that the Asham is essential, that you cannot start, you cannot trigger the Tzundununazirus until you brought your Chatas and your Asham. Ah, so how's he read the Psukim? But the Psukim seem to say that's not the case. It's Chatas, Vehizir, and then Vehevi. So Lachar Rabbi Shmuel Benoshab Yochum Baroka Omer, he says, yeah, Vehizir, Vehevi. Amosai Hizir means what allows him to become a Nazir. Bizman Shehevi, because he was Mevi, means it doesn't learn, it's not, it's not the order, like everywhere else, not the order, the Hizir and then Vehevi. The Hizir, what allowed him to do the Hizir? It's a bit of a dochek. Vehevi is because of Vehevi. But means that there's a way to read the Pasuk that you see that the Asham is Ma'akiv. So therefore, says the, uh, the, the Rosh, that's what shot is over here. You can't just rely on the reading of the order of the Psukim because you still have the way to read it like Rabbi Shmuel Benosh of Yochum and Baroka. So what teaches us not to read it like Rabbi Shmuel Benosh of Yochum and Baroka? Bayomahu teaches me that's the right way to read it is it is sequential and you don't need to have the Asham brought in order to have the Hizr. The Hizr starts even without the Vehevi. That's the shot that answers up the question how was my time to Rabbonin. Now, Use it for the Ola. Use it for the Ola. Which leads us into the next point. Okay, let's hold cup there. So that we had a machlokas between a fundamental machlokas between the Chachamim and Rashmo Yochanan. How do we view the Ola? Because the Chachamim said that even though the Ola is written next to the Chatas, there's no Havamina, the Ola for sure. The Ola is never going to hold back from the Kapora because the Ola is not really, the Ola is not really part of a Kapora process. The Ola is a Doran Ba'alma. It's like a gift. It's like a, a voluntary. It's not, this is not voluntary in this case. You, you, you're being told you have to bring it, but it's got a status of a gift. It's not part of the actual Kapora. That's what the Chacham said. And therefore you cannot, you don't need Bayomahu to exclude that the Ola doesn't, is not essential to trigger the Nazirus. But Rav Shmuel Benov Rav Yochum Baroka disagreed with that. He learned that no, were it not for the Posseg of Bayomahu, I would have said Ola is essential as well. It means obviously he views the Ola in the Din of Nazirus differently than the Chachamim do. He sees it as part of the Kapara process. It's not necessarily an essential part. It means it doesn't, it's not Ma'akev the triggering of the Nazirus because you have Bayomahu telling me that, but it is a part it's a kapara carbon, uh, different than all other cases of Ola. Most cases of Ola, you're right, it's a donation. It's not, but here you see it's part of the kapara process. So there's a difference in the way they view Ola. According to Rachamim, it's just a gift. According to Rabbi Shmuel Baruch, Rabbi Yochum Baroka, it is a part of the kapara process. With that in mind, the Gemara wants to know, who is the author of the following b'risa? It says like this, interesting case, a woman made herself into a Nazirah. All right, she made herself into a zero, and what happened is day fifteen, Venitma, she became Tmeo. All right, but, uh, and, and and now that she's been told, she has to bring korbanos. 
The husband had not heard about this. He finds out after she is nitma, he finds out that she made herself into an azira. What does he do? He is made for her an azirus. So therefore, So what's the halacha of the bryce? The bryce is a very interesting bryce. It says, She has to bring the chata sa'ov. She does not bring the ola sa'ov. So Gemara says like this. So lechora, the Gemara just wants to know right now, let's focus on the ola on its own. Why would she not have to bring the ola sa'ov? Why, do, why is she not, 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 does she not have to bring? She can't. So she doesn't bring the Ola Sa'of. She only brings the Chata Sa'of. Why does she not bring the Ola Sa'of? So the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says, it must be, you cannot hold it to Doron. If it would be a Doron, a Doron's a gift offering, then the Chora, a gift offering, she should be able to bring it even if she wasn't even higher, she should be able to bring it. The fact that this Tana, whoever the Tana, this Bryce holds, it's, it's hot in here, no? This Tana holds that, uh, it's that, uh, so anyway, the this fact that this Tana holds that she doesn't bring she doesn't bring the Ola must be that he holds the Ola as part of the Kapora process. And since it's part of the Kapora process and the Nazirus has been negated, she doesn't she can't bring it. Because it would be a Doron that she should be there's no problem bringing it. Bring it, I'm bring it as a gift. What's the big deal? Bring it as a gift. The fact she can't bring it must be that it's part of the Kapora process, and that's why she's not able to bring it. So Moses is like a Samantana says the more like this. So who is this Tana? So Amrav Chista is Rabbi Shmuel. He it's Rabbi Shmuel because and 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 because he was the one that held you needed by Yomahu to exclude it from being Ma'akev means it's part of the Kapora process. According to Rachamim, it's a Doron. A Doron she should be able to bring even if the husband is Mevatel and Azirus. So Moses says one second. Let's step back over here. Do I don't know what. Yeah. One second, so one second. So wait, wait, wait. So Gemara says like this. Wait a minute. Let's pay attention. The Gemara says like this. So Gemara says this. Let, let's understand. We had a machlokus in uh, earlier in in Mesechus, in, in the Dorim that went. But how does Afora work? Is Afora's maker ochre? Is it is it is it cut? Is it un, un, like root at the root? It pulls out as if there was never a neder or never an azirus bechlal, or is it megas gaius, or does it chop it off from now and on? If you hold that this uproots it, that is, if there was never a nether here to begin with, then she shouldn't have to bring the chattas. Forget the ola, she shouldn't have to bring the chattas either. And if you hold Megas guys, means what? Well, till now we have to view as an azir, it's just moving forward, so then she should have to bring the chattas as well. How do you make a distinction between the requirement to bring a chattas and not to bring the ola? That's really more asking. So what is this my kasavar? What is this Tana hold? Ikasavar Baal Maker Akar, that you uproot the Nazirus from the beginning. So Khatasov, Nami Lulaisi, then don't bring the Khatasov. Ikasavar, if the person holds Baal Megas Gayas, that it chops it. So then Olasov, Nami Laisi. Then the Khara, she did violate, she should have to bring the Olasov as well. So says more Lailam Kasavar Baal Maker Akar, that really the husband is ochred from the beginning. So it's ochred from the beginning, so I understand, and there's no Kapora needed, you don't, you, it's no, there's no process of Kapora needed, so you don't bring your Ola because going like the Shita that Ola is not just a gift, you can't bring it. But Lachora, the question is, so why don't you, why, 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 why doesn't it knock off the Chattas as well? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Shmuel, Sabala Kravaloza Kafar. It's going to hold like Kravaloza Kafar. Now I'm going to stay outside before we get inside. Kravaloza Kafar, this actually disagrees with what we learned on Dav Gimel, but we're going to, I'm not going to get into it now. But Kravaloza Kafar learns is that the reason why the Chattas is born, brought, why does a Nazir need a carbon chattas? What sin did he do? The Avera is that he's Mitzayar himself. 
The, the abstention, not benefiting from the Hanar that God gives us in this world, is a sin in and of itself. Memela, even if you hold the Baal is maker Akar, the bottom line is she was Matsai herself for 15 days, so you still have a reason to bring the Khatas. Now the rush throws in that the only reason we allow you to say this is that uh, is is because we know that achatas are over more lenient. It's even bala suffik. So since it's bala suffik, any little reason we can allow you to bring the achatas over. But therefore, that's why. So the uh, the gabe the ola it's maker akari does is not brought the achatas over. We we have more lenient with, and the reason for it coming is because she was mitzara so. So even if at the end of the day she's not in a zero, but she's still mitzara so. So therefore, we make her bring the achatas over. That's what the one is going to say. So let's see inside the sign your blood. The great one. Beribi is the great one. Omer. What does the Pasuk mean? It says, that he has to bring atonement to Korbanas, Masher Nefesh, because he sinned on the soul. What soul did he sin? What is soul? Now, the simple shot we're going to see is that he was Matama himself. But Chata Nefesh, but Chata Nefesh means like he sinned against the soul. What soul did he sin against? Ella says the Gemara should see himself. He's the soul that he sinned against. He, has, he, he afflicted himself by not drinking wine for fifteen days. The Kalvachomer, and now you can, in a fortiori, you see that just holding back, abstaining from wine is considered a sin. So So this person who only sinned from yain is a sinner. So the Amitzar Atzma called Dover. People who make Tanesim, who fast at any drop of the hand, that's also considered a sin. Then you Amitzar yourself even more. For sure, that's considered to be sinful. So Lachas Kamvakam is that considered a sin? So therefore, the bar is answering. That's why this woman has to bring the Chata Sa'of. Because she was still mitzah herself, even though there's an zeros is me'akar and okin, you don't have an ole, you don't have anything, but the chatzah of she still comes with tzar nefer. Says the Gemara, the posseg that Rebbe Lezer Kapar is bringing, it says, it says there that, that, that he's chot ala nefer. If you look at the psukim and what it's talking about, it's talking about a nazir who became tomei, that has to bring the carbonus of Tumah, and that is the Tzir Atzmah That's what it's referring to. It's not talking about a regular Nazir. So it's not. So how can you say that the reason by the Chattas for a regular Nazir should Tzir Atzmah Minayayin, if you look at the Pesach over there, it's not talking about a regular Nazir. It's a Nazir that became Tameh that we talk about. That was Karbonus that we're talking about. So the Chattas, so it says the Gemara, for Abba Nazir Tameh Siv, that Pesach is talking about the Nazir Tameh, and you want to apply it to another Torah. means you are saying that, that you're making a comprehensive statement that a Nazir Torah, anytime a person is a, 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 a Nazir, is Mitzayim himself, that's why he brings the Chattas. How, how are you deriving it from the case that the Torah writes it by Nazir Tameh? So it says it more like this, that Kosovar the truth is, in Svara, a Nazir, anytime you abstain from something, you're considered a Chaita. Therefore, even a Nazir Tor, who never became Tomei, still needs the Chatas. He still did a sin from being Mitzah himself. Why the Torah specifically write in the case of Nomei Tomei? Because this guy, he made it worse. This guy, not only is he, uh, uh, did he abst- is he violating for abstaining on the days that he committed, but now he's adding days to that he committed. Why is he adding days to his committed? Because Ayyam Rishonim Yiplu, he has to count those days again. That's why it writes it by him. But the Swara applies 
by anybody that's Mitzayah themselves. Behind the time of the cause of Benazir, Tommy, the reason I wrote it by Nazir, Tommy, because he went, he, he doubled his Avera. He's keeping even more days than he obligated himself for because he became Tommy. But anyway, that explains that this Bryce is going like Rosa Kafar, and that's why the Chatasa'of is brought even if there's no longer a Nazirus. Weiter. So we said in the Mishnah, the Mishnah said that if somebody's makabal on themselves and the zeros in Beisach for us, the way we came out uh, after Machlon Rabbi Yochanan Shlokish, is even though they become a Nazir, but there's no counting of the Nazirus because they accepted on themselves the Nazirus in a state of Tumma. And but the Mishnah said something that if they go out and, and they come back, then you count the days. So the Gemara is trying to figure what does that mean? Because they stepped out of the base of and now they went back in, how does that help start counting the days? Right? If they're Tomei, they can't be counting the days. So how does it help if because they went out and came back in? So it says the Gemara, Yotz v'nechnas olo min minyan. Gemara says, Ketani, we learned in the Mishnah, olo lo min minyan. That it says, now you start counting the days. The days, let's say, he went out for one day. Now you can start counting one day in the zeros. Mishum de Yotza chalalei in What? Because now that he went out, now he's a good, now he's a Nazir that can start counting. He's still Tomei. How could he start counting? So Amar Shmuel could go into Yotza Vehiza Vishana Vitaval, as we explained it when we learned the Mishnah. It's not talking about he went out for one day. This guy went out for the full seven days, and he had sprinkling on the third day, he had sprinkling on the seventh day. He doesn't need to bring Korbanas because we said that if you accepted Nazirus on yourself while you're Tommy, there are no Korbanas that are brought over there. But he starts counting. Day seven, he starts counting. Now that he'll go back on day seven. Now he's going to become Tomei and he's going to have to start bringing, and he'll bring Corbonus on that because he already, because he started counting. So says the Gemara, Ella, it's talking about the Kukunche Yotzev, he's a Vishanov So now the Gemara just says it's still a little bit difficult to understand because it says Yotzev and Nichnas Olam in a minion. So it's Masha, why is it Olam in a minion? Because he went out and he came back in. And what? And if he never came back in, it wouldn't be Olam in a minion. But only because he went back in, you start counting. But if you're telling me he went through the whole process, he starts counting even without going back in. So what are you telling me? So says Ma'ella Nichnas to all in Lumina Minion. Only because he went back is all in a minion. Lo Nichnas, and if he never came back, what? Ain't all in Lumina Minion. Doesn't count from the days. So Mara says, no, no, no. Let me say it outside, we'll see it inside. Like Mara says, Avada, Kolshakane. If he went out and he never went back in, for sure it's all in a minion. The Kiddish over here is, is that even if he went back on day seven, if he went back on day seven, it counts as one of the days, it counts as Yom Yorishonim Yiplu, and he's going to be Tomei, and he's going to have to bring Korbanes, and he's going to go back to zero. That's why, what's the Chiddush? Because we have Rebbe Lezer disagrees with that. According to Rebbe Lezer, you only say a Yom Rishonim Yiplu, that it goes back to zero, and you have to bring Korbanes if he had at least two days out. He had to be out more than the seventh day. He had to be out on the seventh day, and he had to be out on an eighth day, and only then go back. So the Chiddush over here, it says, Yatzav and Nichnas, Olam the Minyan. We do count it as if everything started and everything. That's what the Chiddush is. Avada, you don't go back, your, your days started counting. The reason why it tells you that the days count, and now you're going to have the din of Ayom Rashon and Yiplu, is that even if you went down back on day seven, everything will have to bring Korbanus, and you'll have to go back to zero. And it's like day one. Day seven is like day one, but according to Rebbe even though Rebbe agrees day seven is like day one as well, but it doesn't have enough status to be mechaiv you a carbon, or even if you became Tomei, according to him, you start counting from day two, because the only time you go back to day to zero is if what? If you have at least two days that are knocked off. That's the, that's the Chiddush over here. So Moses says like this, so says the Gemara... For sure, if you don't come back in, then you start counting. But even if you went back on day seven, 
You're going to start counting as if the day is already triggered and the day one, and on day one you went back. You're going to have to bring a carbon and you're going to go back to zero. That's the Chiddush over here. Not like Rebbe Lozer. Not like Rabbi Leazar, I think it is. So Amar Amalei Rav Kahana of Rav Asi le Rab. So Rav Kahana Rav Asi heard this explanation of the Mishnah of Rav, and they would tell Midim of I mean of Shmuel, and they would tell Midim of Rav. So they went back to Rav and they said, Hey Rav, when we were in Shir and you taught us that Mishnah, why didn't you explain it to us like that? Right? Because the Mishnah is where you see you need a Rebbe. Because the Mishnah Lachora it says Yotzev Nechmas. It doesn't have the Parish Rashi over there that says it's talking about that he was uh, that it's Taval uh, his. So they went back to the Rebbe and they said, Why didn't you teach it to us that way when we learned the Mishnah? Right? My time look Kahalin Mili, the way that Shmuel explained it. So I'm a Lahon, I mean a Dimulatzuchis, I thought it's Pashit. I mean, how else do you understand the Mishnah? I thought, oh, that's the way to understand the Mishnah. I didn't realize that you guys would have thought anything else. So therefore, I didn't think I needed to explain it to you. Okay. Vaiter. No, there are no korbanos on that. No one holds it. No one holds it for sirkanos because it's only, it's only when you do it the tahara is the korbanos. Vaiter. So now, Rabbi Leizer Bayom. This is Rabbi Leizer Shita that we said la fuke. Rabbi Leizer Shita. Rabbi Leizer Shita says that if you go back on day seven, which is day one, so then you don't say. This is a machlok rishonim, but I'm explaining it the way they're showing him all the way through the way they're doing. Is you don't say hayom rishonim yiplu means. That you will not, you become Tomeh and you have to go through the purification process again, but you will not have to bring Korbanis and you also will start counting from day two. Because the only time you bring Korbanis and start counting from day zero is if you already had two days under your belt. But if you don't have two days under your belt, you only had one day, so then you'll have to go through purification, but no Korbanis and you'll start counting from, get, from day two. He had at least two days. Yomim, plural. That's what we're going to see. So it says in by Yom. This doesn't apply if he went back on the same day. That you only knock off the days if you had Yomim Rishonim. You have to have two days. If you don't have two days, it doesn't go back to zero. It'll, still, it'll be still stuck at one. You're going to have to have your purification. It'll stop at one. And the other Rishonim say, Korbanus as well. That's a Machlok Rishonim whether you're going to have to bring Korbanus or not. But I explained it that you, you wouldn't. Amar Ulo. So now, says the Gemara like this. Ula wants to say a tremendous Chiddush. Listen to Ula's Chiddush. Ula wants to learn that the novelty of Rabbi Eliezer, the novelty of Rabbi Eliezer, that he disagrees with the Chachamim, that says that you only apply Hayomim Arishonim Yiplu, is if you had two days under your belt. But if you only had one day under your belt, so then it affects in two ways. It would, uh, number one, it, there's, you wouldn't start counting from day zero, you would continue from day one, and also, it wouldn't impact on the uh, on carbonus. You don't have to bring carbonus. He says that's only true if the person was a became tame like bebeisa kvaros. It's only the case that we had in our Mishnah that he was tame when he made himself a nazir. In that case, when you're tame and you made yourself a nazir, and now you want to start the new naziros, you have to have at least two days. But a regular Nazir who was Tahar, that became Tomei in that, that he agrees, Rabbi Lezer would agree with the Chachamim, that the din is that that person, even if he became Tomei on the first day, on day seven, he became Tomei, and uh, he would have to have a new set of Karbanas, and it would go back to zero. The only argument is by the guy that was a Nazir when he started his Naziras in a state of Tumah. That's, it's, uh, that's a, it's very, very limiting, it's very limiting where the Machlokah, is. Only in that case is the machlok. It's not in every case of nausea. 
Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see how he gets this. So Amar Ula, Lo Amar Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer never said his din. Ella betame shenazar. It's only when the guy was tame when he started his nazirus. Avo benazir tar shenitma. But the regular case of a nazir tame that became uh, that beca- a nazir tar became tame. Afilu yaim echad soiser. That guy even on the first day would go back to zero. That guy would have to bring korbanos. There would be no difference between Rabbi Eliezer and Chacham in that particular case. So Amar Rava, my time as Rava. They're trying to explain Ula. Where did he get this from? Where did he get the Svara from? So he says it's based on the Pasuk. My time with Rebbe What's the reason for Rebbe So he says, Amakra, it says, V'chi Tomei Nizro. V'chi Tomei Nizro. Now, the, 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 uh, the Pasuk, the entire Pasuk says, V'hizro Hashem is Yemei Nizro. V'hei V'kevaz ben Shnoso lo'ashem ha'yom ha'roshenim yiplo. When do we say Yom HaShem? Ki Tomei Nizro. Uh, now, the, 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 the way the Rabbeinu Peretz explains is that the Lashen, it could have said, Kinitma Nizro. Kinitma Nizro is mashma that he was Tahar and then he became Tomei. Kitomei Nizro is mashma that he was always Tomei. Means when does this apply? Kitomei Nizro, because his Naziros was always Tomei. When his Naziros is always Tomei, then you need Yomim Roshon in Yiplu. But if it wasn't that his Naziros was always Tomei, he was Tahar and then he became Tomei, then you don't need the Yomim Roshon in Yiplu. Even the first day, the halacha will apply. So Rav is explaining the pshat in Ula. How does Ula say that he's limiting Rabbi Leza's din only to a Tomei Shenazar and not a Nazar Tahar Shenitma? So I'm a kroki, Tomei Nizra, Mishum Tuma, the Betuma Nazar. So Eseve Abai, Abai is going to refute this opinion. Abai is going to show that Rabbi Leza's din, that you need at least two days, applied by all Nazirs. Whether it was a Tomei that became a Nazir, or a Nazir Tar that became Tomei, Rabbi Leza crossed the board holes that Ayam Rishonim Yiplu apply in all cases. If you don't have two days, you don't go back to zero, you don't bring Korbanus. Where do we see this? So Eseve Abai, person said, Hareini Nazir Meyayom. Someone said, if I'm, I'm, I'm getting myself a nazar a hundred days, on day one, day one he became Tomei. You might think it might knock it off back to zero, start at zero. That it says, no, you need at least two days. Now, whose opinion is this? It has to be Rabbi Lezer. And what's this case talking about? It's talking about Tahar that made himself a Nazir. We're not talking about... That's, that's going to be the Tiyufta at the end of this, this, this whole thing. So therefore it says, Yachli so, so you might think it goes back to zero. Talmud Lomar comes to teach you. You have to have at least Yomim Rishonim. Two days. He doesn't have Yomim Rishonim because he became Tameh on day one. Now, Nitma Besaif, similarly, what happened to the gay guy became Tomei Nebuch? He goes a hundred days and becomes Tomei on day 100, before he was able to bring his Karbonus. So we don't say Yom, Yom, Yom Kekula, if you haven't brought your Karbonus yet. So therefore, he became Tomei on day 100. So Nitma Besaif Meya. You might think that you have to start from zero all the way. Since it says in the, in the first part of the passage that you need to have Yomim Rishonim in order to start from zero. If there's Yom Rishonim, it must also, you also, in order to have the zero, have to have Yomim Achronim. The same as you have to have Yomim Rishonim to go back to zero, you also have to have Yomim Achronim. This guy became Tomei on the last day. He doesn't have Yomim Achronim Yiplu because he became Tomei on the last day. So that, what, what did we learn earlier in the Masech? So how many days does he have to keep according to Rebbe 30. 30. 
He doesn't have to keep the full hundred, but he has to at least keep thirty. But the same way as you need Yomim Rishonim Iplu, you also need Yomim Machronim. He got Tommy on day one hundred. You don't have it, so therefore this guy will not have to knock off zero. Go back to zero. So Tamilam, Yom Rishonim Iplu. That since it says Yom Rishonim Iplu, Michlal that infers also the Ikachronim that you also have to have a din of Yom Machronim Iplu. But Ze Einlo Yom Machronim. He doesn't have a Yom Machronim Iplu because he became Tommy on day one hundred. Now, nitma b'yom mea chaser achas, let's say it became Tomei in day 99. So now day 99, you have yomim. You have day 100, plus you have partially the day of 99. So therefore, yachol o'yesoyser, so you might think that maybe also it should not go back to zero. Talmud lomer, ha'yom rishonim yiplu, mechal di'gachronim. Yom rishonim yiplu, you go back to zero, implies that you also have yom achronim. And here you do have achronim. B'zei yesh lo rishonim v'achronim. And therefore, it goes back to zero. Zero in these two cases. Now, now this, this is the end of the price. And now we're going to bring with the proof. Now, you can't say that this Bryce is talking about a person who made himself into a Nazir when he was Tomei. It clearly is not talking about that. Why? What does it say? He only became Tomei after he made himself into a Nazir. So therefore, and he became Tomei at the beginning of the hundred, not before that. And still it teaches that you still have the dinner contra Beliezer of Yom Rishonim. This is a refutation on the opinion of Ula and Rava's interpretation. Explanation doesn't work. Basically, as a contrabilizer, that you need Yomim Rishonim. It makes no difference if you were Tomei Shenazer or your Nazar Tar Shenitma. Either way, you need the din of Yomim Rishonim. Now, says the more like this. Let me explain the Shiloh, the question that's going to be asked now by Rav Papa. Rav Papa has an interesting question. We said that Yomim Rishonim is similar to the Yomim Machronim. This Yomim Rishonim also has to be Yomim Machronim. So what it says, does it work both ways? We know like this, that we said that if the guy became Tommy on day 99, right? Then you have to go back to zero. Now what does it mean if he became Tommy on day 99? You have partially the day of 99, plus you have the whole day of 100. So therefore, and that's called Yomim Machronim. So he says like this, do we say the same way by Yom Machronim, it has to be one full day with one partial day? That's the way it is, because he became Tommy on day 99, it's one full day with one part. Day 100 is a full day, day 99 is a partial day. Well, is that true also in the beginning? In the beginning that you need Yomim. What is considered Yomim in the beginning? The guy makes himself into a Nazir generally during the day. So the first day is only a partial day. Day one, Harani Nazir is a partial day. Now, do we need a full day of day two? Which means that this din of Yom Rishonim Yiplu will only become true if you came to Tomei on day three. Or do we say, no, Yomim Rishonim means even if it's two partial days in the beginning. The beginning is not exactly like the end. It's true the end, you need to have one full day, one partial day. But in the beginning, it could be two partial days. You don't have to have one full day, one partial day. Because if you needed one full day and one partial day, then we would have to be talking about that it became Tommy on day three and not on day two. How many days are left? Yeah, I mean, I'm is days that are left. Right, that's what's left. All right, right. You have two partial right. days in the beginning. Because the day that he made himself a Nazi is a partial day. He made yeah. make himself and, the next, and the next day, the next day is when he became Tomei's a partial day. Right. So it says more like this. So I'm a lay Rav Papa Baya. 
Halin Yomin de Ka'amrin, the days that we say that you need Yom Rishonim Niflu, is the Nafakhad Umaschilin train? Is it enough that the first day has passed and he's begun the second day and he became Tomei on the second day, which is two partial days? Oh, Dilma, no, maybe you need more than that. Maybe in order to get Yom Rishonim, it has to be like the Yom Machronim. Or Dilma, the Nafkin trade, that the second day was in its entirety. It went, you went through the second day, Umaschilin, and it began close to the third day, and it became Tama in the third day. So at least you have one full day uh, 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 included. So then, Machin Klasa. So love the others. Abaya did not have it in his hands. Literally, he couldn't answer. He didn't know for sure. So Okay, let's go ask Rova. So they went to Rova. So Amalei, he said like this. Listen, the Pazik says, Yomim is shown him Yiplu. Yiplu means they fall away in the plural. Plural, two partial days is also called Yiplu in the plural. You can call the application of the words Yom Rishonim Yiplu applies to two partial days as well. So bottom line is Yiplu Ksiv, and therefore it's Mashma, even two partial days. So says the Gemara like this. It comes out interesting because we have two words that are teaching us that you have to have Reboy. You have to have, it says Yomim Rishonim. Yomim is Mashma that has to be at least two days. And Yiplu, you're telling me that it can be any any amount that falls away, even partial days that fall away. So as far as we get, it's tirch lemichta of yomim. You have to have the drasha of yomim. Ve'ech tirch lemichta of yiplu, and you have to have the drasha of yiplu. Why? To eat cause of rachmana yomim, because if you only had the the drasha of yomim, right, and it didn't have the word yiplu in the plural. So therefore, v'loy cause of yiplu have aminu. Then I would have thought in achinami yomim means you have to have at least one full day. That means the tumah must happen on day three. You would have thought perhaps. So therefore, adenafkin train v'ayilent lasso that you have to go into the third day. So yomim alone wouldn't have taught you. So cause of rachmana yiplu comes along the drosh of yiplu. Any any partial days that fall away is, is enough, and that's why you need the word yiplu. Aye. So why if you have the word yiplu, why do you need yomim? The way the Rishonim explained this, I could think like this, Nazirus, uh, conceptually, you could say that his Nazirus falls away. It means you might think Yiplu is just going on the fact that his Nazirus falls away, even if he became Tommy on day one. So therefore, you have to have the word Yom until it can't happen on, 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 on day one. That's what Yomim is needed for. Yiplu alone, you might have thought it could even happen on day one. Ha'avamina, I would have thought, Afilu Chad, even become Tomdei Chazav Rachmana Yomim. So they balance each other out. Yiplu tells, is more inclusive, tells you don't have to have the third day, and Yomim tells you have to at least have the second day. And that's why you need Yomim and you need Yiplu. What, what's that? Partial days. It could even be partial. Day. Now, the, 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 the Mishnah, the next Mishnah is dealing with an interesting thing. Is that we have here a, 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 a rabbinical decree that impacts directly on the zero. The Chachamim were Gozer, the Chachamim were that the land outside Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Amamin, is considered Tomei. Because they weren't careful where they buried their bodies and people were getting killed all over the place. It means there's Tumas Mace all over the place. So basically they said that anybody who comes from Emmet Amin has to go get Tahara. It's considered like your Tame Mace. So the question is, what if somebody makes himself into a Nazir outside of Eretz Yisrael? So, Torah, your Nazirus is, is, is ticking. But Midrabon and your Tomei, you're like the case of a Nazir, Tomei Shenazir, like a Beisakvaros. So there's no ticking of the Nazirus. So what do you have to do? So what it says that they have to do is when you get back to Israel, you have to start your Nazirus. 
You have to redo the Nazirus. The question is, how much Nazirus do you have to do? Let's say a guy had a 100-day Nazirus in Chutz Aritz, and he did 100 days. Now we, we, give him a, we give him a penalty that he has to get back to Israel because you were in Eretz Amim and you were Tomei. Does he have to count the full 100, or is it enough just to count 30 days? That's going to be the question here. This is one of the cases where Beis Shammai are more makel or more lenient than base Hillel. So let's see. Misha Nazar Nazirus Harbis. Someone had a long Nazirus, a 100-day Nazirus. So he finished day 100 in Chutz Laaretz. He comes to Israel, he has to come anyway, he has to bring Korbanus. So he comes to Eretz Yisrael. We don't have to make him do the 100 again. 30 is enough. No. You go back to the beginning. You're from the beginning of Nazir. It means you have to start from day one and you have to do all 100 days. The Gemara brings down a story. There was a, there was a, 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 a queen. Her name was Helene Hamalka. She was a non-Gentile queen that her and her son Munbaz, Munbaz Amelech was her son, they converted. And she was a very, very makbid on, on halacha. And it says the story was like this. Her son went out to war. And Amra, and she made the following declaration. If my son returns from war peacefully, I will accept on myself an Azirus of seven years. Now she's in Chutzlar, she's living outside Israel. His son came back uh, 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 unharmed. So I said Nazira Shavashanim. So she was a Nazira for seven years, and now she's already converted. She wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael. She wants to bring Korbanis. Gets to Eretz Yisrael. Besides Shavashanim, also Laaret, she goes to Eretz Yisrael. For Harua Beis Hillel, she unfortunately she bumped into Beis Hillel, not Beis Shammai, and Beis Hillel told her what? Say Nazira Eid Shavashanim. Acheros, you have to keep another seven years. Never. What happens is besides Shavashanim, Nitmes. She's there seven years, and on uh, year 14, she becomes Tmeya. Nim says, Nazira, Esrim Ba'akashana. Ended up for 21 years, she was a Nazira. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. I'm Rabbi Yehuda, Loisa Nazira, Ella Arba Esrishana. She was only a Nazira 14 years. We'll see in the Gemara what the Machloikas is. But over here, we have this din, and we have uh, over here is that a Machloik Basil Shamba is that if Prince comes from Chutz Laaretz, does he have to keep the entire Naziris again, or is 30 days suffice? Jeff, we'll stop over here. Thank you.